Hello, everyone. Welcome to Education for Sustainable Democracy, the podcast about how educational experiences can strengthen democratic participation and environmental sustainability. My name's Brett Levy, and I'm a researcher of civic and environmental education and an associate professor of education at the University at Albany, State University of New York. Thank you all so much for listening. Welcome back to all the regular listeners, and if you're new to this podcast, it's great to have you here. Please be sure to check out the more than 30 other episodes, either in your podcast feed or at www.esdpodcast.org. Also, in the show notes, you can find links to my open access articles for free and to the show's Facebook page and YouTube channel. This month's episode is unusual and much shorter than what is typical, but I wanted to share with you some ideas that I finally consolidated last month. On March 10th, I was given the Benita Jorkaski Outstanding College Educator Memorial Award from the New York State Council for the Social Studies. At the award ceremony, I was given the opportunity to make a five-minute speech, so I shared some ideas that I thought would be helpful for the social studies educators in the audience to hear. Ideas about motivation and civic learning that have shaped my research, teaching, and podcasting. Now, I'd like to share those ideas with you. So here they are. As I stand here in 2023, I think we all recognize that democratic societies face numerous, serious, perhaps existential challenges. Among these challenges are rampant misinformation and disinformation, ongoing environmental degradation, serious threats to democratic norms, political polarization, systemic inequities, and much more. But if we take a step back from this moment, we can see that many of these challenges, though new in their specific forms, are not entirely new. In various ways, democratic societies have always had inequities, environmental challenges, political fractures, and many of the other challenges that we see today. For educators, these authentic, ongoing challenges are vital to help students explore in classrooms and beyond, and can be very engaging on-ramps for student learning in various subject areas. In fact, they offer us unique opportunities to engage students in civic life. Why? Because students tend to want to learn about authentic issues that touch their lives and the lives of their communities. In 1921, when the National Council for the Social Studies was founded, the main goal was to help young people develop the knowledge, skills, and values essential for informed civic participation through a variety of fields, including not only history, but also political science, economics, psychology, anthropology, sociology, and more. As social studies educators, as civic educators, we can leverage a range of disciplines to help engage students with authentic, persistent challenges faced by democratic societies, and in the process, foster the skills, knowledge, and values that will help them and society more broadly. How can we do this? I have three ideas that I think could help. First and foremost, let's focus on the long-term civic trajectory of our students. It's tempting to see our class time with our students as vital to their development, and it is, but this time can be used to support not only their knowledge development in the context of the class, but also their intrinsic motivation to learn about and participate in civic life throughout their lives. 
By intrinsic motivation, I'm not referring to the desire to earn high grades or money. That's extrinsic motivation. But rather, intrinsic motivation is the deep desire to learn, engage, and participate. The kind of motivation that leads to persistent, ongoing engagement and learning over time, over the lifespan. Research over the past 50 years has identified four key elements that can support intrinsic motivation. To help me remember them, I created a sort of funny acronym, SMAC, S-M-A-C, which stands for Social, Meaningful, Autonomous, and Competency Supporting. As we plan our instruction, we can generate our students' long-term motivation to learn about and engage in civic issues if we guide learning experiences that are social, meaningful, autonomous, that is, chosen by the student, at least to a certain extent, or competency supporting, that is, students feel competent doing them. Many of us do this already, but we should continue to do so and help our colleagues do the same, letting them know that these SMAC principles are grounded in decades of psychology research. Second, as we think about building students' civic learning in the long term, it would be helpful to guide and structure the types of civically engaging pedagogy that can incorporate the SMAC principles and also foster vital skills and knowledge development. I've conceptualized civically engaging pedagogy into three broad categories, foundational, exploratory, and purposefully active. Whereas foundational civically engaging pedagogy includes fostering fundamental knowledge and skills, such as clear communication, exploratory civically engaging pedagogy involves fostering skills related to identifying good sources of information, generating meaningful questions, and competently analyzing data to answer those questions. Meanwhile, civically engaging pedagogy in the purposefully active category includes guiding students to use their civic knowledge to take civic action in their communities through, for example, raising awareness about public issues through media or communicating with public officials about specific policies. Using all three of these categories, foundational, exploratory, and purposefully active in our instruction, can provide students with a variety of experiences that can prepare them for informed, active civic participation. And finally, these two suggestions, using the SMAC intrinsic motivation principles and using the three categories of civically engaging pedagogy, are completely compatible with a popular inquiry-based approach that has been integrated into New York standards and those of numerous other states. As students explore answers to meaningful questions, they can work with peers to discuss and analyze sources and data, and then share their learning, and ultimately take civic action based on this new understanding. These steps are all part of the inquiry design model promoted by the National Council for the Social Studies. So doing this type of thing is standards-based. Today, as we consider these challenging times, we know that civic and social studies education can play a crucial role in addressing the persistent civic challenges that we confront. By helping our students develop intrinsic motivation to learn about and participate in civic life through civically engaging pedagogy, we can help to build a more sustainable democratic society. Those were my remarks last month to the New York State Council for the Social Studies. To read a bit more about these ideas, please check out my article on civic science education, which is linked in the show notes. 
That article elaborates a bit more on the principles of intrinsic motivation and the categories of civically engaging pedagogy that I discussed in those remarks. I'll also include a link to my article about inquiry-based learning. And this is Education for Sustainable Democracy. I'm Brett Levy. To support the show, please subscribe, like the show on Facebook, and share an episode with a friend. Also, please give the show five stars in your podcast app. It really helps get the word out about the show. And to learn more about the show, you can always visit esdpodcast.org. That's esdpodcast.org. Thank you all so much for listening and for all your support. And please stay engaged.